Um, so let's chit. Well, should, no, I think I should just start it. Okay. It's your, it's your, <laughs> your notes aren't visible, so that's yeah. probably a bad start. No, but I, because I'm going to ask you guys what you remember. Okay, oh, I was going to ask you to do a summary. Okay. Well, we can, maybe we'll kind of do it together. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's do this. Wait, are we, are this based on from last week or I'm sorry, last recording or is it? Yes, but hold, hold, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll introduce and then we'll start. Okay. Welcome to Sex with Ghosts. I'm Molly and I'm here today with Bridget. Hello. And Matthew. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> Ooh, so maybe you heard. I don't know how much these guys remember, so I'm going to kind of prompt them with some questions to see. Oh, jeez. I'm not going to read the <laughs> screen. I'm just going to stare awkwardly at my nails. Oh, thanks. It's no, it's not like a quiz with yes. Feels or no. like a quiz. Yeah, Feels like not, a quiz. No, that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to kind of bring us all to the same place. So we we learned about who Fat Leonard is. He was in the ship supplying business. Imports and exports of Imports Malaysia. Logistics. Logistics. Um, Malaysia, yep, that's the correct one. And he supplied lavish things for the u.s navy he bribed the navy yes i like to picture him as like george costanza <laughs> remember how he kept on like making up a imports exports business and it was mm. like bandelay industries oh, that's yeah. what i imagined <laughs> he, he looks like the old uh like head of nintendo america mm. um whose name is oh god i'm gonna have to look this up is this going to bother me? Well, I did see one article that said he weighed maybe up to 400 pounds at one point. Holy shit. Yeah, so he really did live up to his name. I mean, body positivity, but... But yes, yes. Reggie. Reggie feels on me. I don't know. But, um... Oh, Reggie. He doesn't look... I mean, I could show you a picture of him, but it, it's... Not that interesting. Yeah, let's body shame him. Yeah, yeah. So maybe let's <laughs> skip that. Cut that. I mean, he's yeah, you know, he's in his what late fifties, and he's. I mean, he is fat lettered for a reason, right? Um, you don't get that nickname for being underweight, okay? No. <laughs> his company is Glen Defense Marine Asia, and he had developed moles inside the U.S. government as well. As working with like was it it was FBI and NCIS right yes yes oh god but he is captured even though he's kind of tipped off that the U.S. government knows who he is uh, he's traveling to San Diego just freely uh, with his free will <laughs> his free will it wasn't manifest destiny. <laughs> San Diego uh, houses the largest U.S. base on the West Coast, U.S. naval base on the West Coast. So he was. My guess is he was going there to grease some palms or something. Yes. When was that? This was 2013. Okay, but it just says a lot about him that he had been warned multiple times that he was under investigation. Yeah, it was like clear that this was like a very cocky move. Yes, because, well, maybe only in hindsight we can see the dominoes were falling. If you'll recall, I told you last week that they had closed the cases falsely to mislead the mole into thinking they were fine. They were kind of coerced or tricked. I mean, yeah, I guess a little bit, but at the same time, I don't know why anyone would believe, like, you still have to be very cocky. That's what I think. But on the flip side, 
if you would normally come to San Diego to do the business. Ah, yes. When you sort of pretend like everything is normal, like, yeah, I'm coming in there because I have nothing to fear technically on paper. So I guess he also perhaps didn't realize how bad it was as far as what the government knew. Yeah. I mean, that's because of the the mole, the mole with yeah. misleading information kind of helps. I think someone feel a little more secure thinking that your mole is not giving you bad information. That's the test. How do you test a good mole? Uh, you do a biopsy. Oh, hey. Wow. Say how, how, oh, that kind of, <laughs> I was going to say how well it digs, but. Oh, <laughs> we got puns. <laughs> the FBI does arrest John Bellevue, which we spoke about. He was the mole inside the government, and then Ed Arufo and Michael Mizowitz were in the Navy. But there were also a couple of other people who are interviewed at the same time, right around September when Fat Leonard is. Oh, right, because this was a arrested. sting operation, yep. so they or they they had coordinated it and arrested these guys like all at the same time, so they yes. wouldn't tip each other off. Yep, got it. Now, it's coming back to me. But there were also additional people including there was a assistant chief of staff for intelligence in the seventh fleet a captain david lousman and also a chief of staff for the uss kitty hawk captain james dolan both of them are interviewed and then no dolan not dusek sorry apologies to that person oh it was captain bruce loveless was the uh, assistant chief of staff for intelligence and Lausman was the executive officer on the Abraham Lincoln, which is an aircraft carrier based out of San Diego. Wait, and who was Dusek? Scroll, uh, I didn't see Dusek on there. Let me see. Dusek. Francis Lipson, Capital Daniel Dusek, deputy director of oper oh, the deputy director for operations in Seventh Fleet. So one of the guys who's in charge of scheduling. Okay, so. These are some people who are interviewed after he's arrested, and then they attempt to start deleting and throwing away the evidence. Right, right. Classic. Mm -hmm. Some classics. That's just another crime to throw yeah, on Yeah, it's like, uh, I don't think, and, and also what they're doing is they're adding lying to their list of charges later on. Mm -hmm. But isn't that like probably getting in trouble with tampering with evidence? Mm. Yeah, less... I mean, if it's if it's official like government records, then if you, they're using their, I don't know if, why they would be using their their work emails, but government got a hold of them, so they probably were. <laughs> Lausman ended up destroying a hard drive. Uh, lots of people being relieved of their command, put on hold, their careers on hold. They can't be promoted, but then they also can't. Do their job because they don't have the security clearance oh like we talked about last week you, yeah. you get put in like this limbo um until you're i mean they had they brought there was so much evidence there was over 30 people now that have been convicted it, it just went so deep and there was just so much to go through so like there are people who like were retired and brought back for their uh for their court hearings but we have kind of a mix of both people being tried in the naval justice system and the U.S. justice system. Can you be double charged in both systems? Uh, sort of a yes, but um, I, I think they wouldn't have uh, put someone through the naval system if there was like bigger, like much bigger crimes. Um, if it was like fraud, waste and abuse, they would have kept it in like the Navy. But as soon as it was like, or like even the guy who was in the FBI who they charged or NCIS is like, well, if you're civilians, you're going to go to federal court. I don't know how, how bad it was for, for some of the military folks, but I imagine most of it was taken care of in the uh, military courts. I don't, can't recall exactly if I mentioned this, but he did plead guilty to conspiracy to commit bribery, conspiracy that, that to defraud, did. yeah, the government. I know I mentioned the $35 million as the amount that he overcharged, so that's probably 
much smaller than the damage he did. So we're now in 2015. He is put into prison, but he um, is diagnosed and then treated for kidney cancer. And his poor health allows him to be detained at home in San Diego. Kidney cancer. Kidney yep. cancer. So he's under house arrest he's in, a- in San Diego. Yes. He lives in a multi-million dollar home in a gated community with his father and three of his children. Did he Pablo Escobar these people? How old is he at this point? It's really shady. Do we know it? Because this is, um, okay, so this is 25. I'm just saying it's like, wow, yeah. he, his, he's living with his dad. Yeah, but I mean, he is pretty old. He has some health problems, but the agreement to get him to this house arrest, people blame a lot of different people. Um, some people blame the prosecutors because he was cooperating to put other people away. So they kind of give him whatever he wants. Some people blame the judge for allowing this house arrest to go on. Some people blame, well, I would assume, oh. The general state of our court system. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Because it was a white collar crime. So he's not dangerous. We see like Republicans blaming the Department of Justice because it's under Biden. But you know, if well, this the is opposite... no, this is twenty. Oh wait, when 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 was he officially put 20, in house arrest? Because it would have been Obama. Yes. Or was it after that? No, it would have been Obama. You're right. So okay. they were blaming anyway. You but you know, you still that blame Biden, other way. <laughs> either way, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Politicians are blaming everyone. Oh, no, (laughs) not my senator. The court officers express concern about security because they come by to check on how the security is going. And oftentimes there, or at least once, there was a time when there had been no security guard at the residence in the middle of the day. He wouldn't leave in the middle of the day. (laughs) And... Leonard is paying for the security detail that was part of his bargain, but then it's just like, what? You're you're paying for the security guard that's yeah, going to watch you. That seems seems very sus. Was it a federal security service that was like, all right, you are paying the cost of an agent to be no. observing you, or even that seems like even if that exists, that's still not good because you still would be the employer of that's like what the secret service kind of is it's it's really stupid well the secret service would make sense because you're they're not guarding a criminal yeah they're trying to prevent someone from being a criminal (laughs) and being a bodyguard at the same time it's weird so during this time when he's under house arrest he has to continuously be checked by you know doctors and like going through this for the kidneys yes but he also like admits on the podcast that i talk about that he knew that he had to stay sick to stay out of jail well yeah it's a classic that's a classic evil villain i mean look at anyone who's ever been charged for being a nazi those guys get sick real quick so that's that's you that's him bribing his doctors to be like no i'm not in remission i'm really (laughs) i'm really doing terribly and i you know well, even to get the kidney cancer to begin with seems ex- like, isn't that a really rare cancer? And this guy happens to get it. It's an interesting thought. I have no idea. Maybe um, that because it was that it was like, oh, it's not it's not easy to treat. So it's not like, you know, it's not like colon cancer where they could be like, all right, we're going to take out part of your intestines and call it a day. <laughs> no, you have to do like dialysis, right? For kidney cancer. I'm not sure. I think it's a lot of dialysis. I, I, I don't know. I mean, theoretically, he also would have had the other kidney. I mean, it could have been one kidney, could have been both kidneys. Yeah. Or it could have been made up. <laughs> this is a good disease because I feel like you can fake it with like the right herbal stuff. Like it makes you pee blood or something. And they're like, clearly this is the kidneys. It must be cancer. Drink too much Kool-Aid. Red Kool-Aid will make your pee red. Beats. <laughs> Beats, yeah. So not only did we have the people coming forward with issues about the security, they do have 
a doctor that sends unprompted a bill of health for Leonard to the court, to the judge. So he's just like showing up saying, be like, no, he's really sick. You guys didn't ask, but I want to let you know he's still sick. The cancer is not cured. I, I guarantee you the courts didn't ask for it, but I guarantee you Fat Leonard was like, yo, I need you to tell them that I'm still sick. Which then still points to like, I don't think he, I think he never had kidney cancer. Yeah, I don't know. I'm really not sure. I think he found a doctor to help him fake it. He was in. I, I think he was in jail for like a couple of weeks. It was like, yeah, this is not my lifestyle. Yeah, no, he. he <laughs> I got to find a way out of this. I'm going to eat some glass and then pee out some oh, blood and oh. someone's going to take me out of here. Ugh. So he also had a GPS bracelet. So that was their security. I've never known how good those are. Like how how hard are they to take off? Mm. We saw a guy the other day wearing one walking down the road with like a furry robe on and basketball shorts and no shirt and an ankle bracelet. Wow. That's fashion. (laughs) Mike was like, what is going on? And I was like, I guess he has places to be. It's LA, baby. Oh, we love it. So on September 4th, police go to his house after their... Uh, September 4th of 2022. Oh. All right. So he went to court in 2015. Mm-hmm. And how did it, what was his sentence supposed to be? Well, the sentence, so he wasn't sentenced. He was supposed to be sentenced in 2022. Okay. That's a really long time uh, to yes. just be <laughs> sitting around. So, okay. So, well, no- because I think because they're, he's cooperating with all the other cases. He okay. Pablo Escobar his way here. <laughs> yes. It really? kind of seems like that. Yes. In addition, um, he's supposed to have a, uh, like a blanket, no contact with the internet or phones or things like that. However, he blatantly flaunts this, especially by recording this podcast. Funny story. That's so that's so weird. How how are they? You you that's not a punishment. You can't enforce that I unless you have like a tap on his router that's looking at all his traffic and. I don't you know. Don't let it, him have a phone. It seems like I'm really suspect of this judge. I just think they either something weird is going on. They took way too much pity on this guy for his fake disease. Yeah. Sorry, allegedly fake disease. I think some of these guys are probably on a bank account somewhere. Yeah, it just seems really, really sketchy because um, also they don't put he doesn't have to put up bond. They have no money. He's just he's not he is not, you know, bond is like he's free he's under house arrest so he's that's like his punishment it's he's yeah but restricted to allow it i mean he's a but usually even if you do the house arrest they still hold you to a bond don't they i don't know i just but i thought so what it said in the some of the articles i read was if they're at flight risk which he clearly is yeah he's got ties to malaysia this guy could fly all over anywhere at any time He's got a lot of guys in the shipping business. They could just ship his ass anywhere. <laughs> Put him in a box and ship him across <laughs> the ocean. But I think like part of it also is this idea that he's sick. So it's like he wouldn't flee if he's really sick. But then it's like, is he really sick? Uh, I don't, this, it's, this is so freaking weird. It is. It is. It gets weirder. It gets weirder. September 4th. Uh, police go to his house and uh, because the GPS has malfunctioned. But apparently when the GPS malfunctions, you can't like just put out an immediate like warrant or something. You have to assume that innocent until proven guilty, even though he's already been found guilty. Yes. Got it. Benefit of the doubt. America. So they have to arrive at the home and, you know, no one's there. They have to spend their time knocking, banging on doors, whatever. Finally, they break down the doors or whatever. And nobody's home. And in fact, there's nothing in the house except for a cooler filled with water and the GPS bracelet, which has been snipped off with scissors. What? Uh, it's, so that goes back to me saying how secure those things are. I don't know. I'm not really clearly, sure. Clearly not. I would assume maybe it's in water because it was beeping or something. I don't know. Maybe they put it 
they, well, it it would probably was ice. Oh yeah. Oh, so they. Wow. It was in a cooler, right? I mean, yeah, that's you don't true. just don't fill a cooler. Oh, so then, oh, so he was gone many earlier than that, probably. I don't know what. I don't know why you would put it on ice rather than just like. I don't know. Leave either. it. It seems a, it was a weird situation. Also, the fact that they then interview the neighbors and say that U-Haul trucks have been coming and going for weeks, moving things out of the property. And no one noticed. <laughs> well, they noticed. They just didn't. You know, this was this was a, a failure of the Many see something, say something uh, policy. Supposedly, there were these guards that were on duty, but they were they were kept in a windowless garage, and so maybe what for yeah. weeks. I don't really know exactly. No, they were helping them. Why? Yeah, why did the guards and Frank themselves? I don't know. It's a very, very strange story. And um, there's pretty much no details about this on the internet. Well, he wasn't supposed to be on the internet, so there wouldn't be. (laughs) So, like, no one has any real reports on how this happened. Nope. Wow. And so then, who is writing about it? Or is there anyone specifically writing about it at this time? Or is this just like. After he left, after he fled, like the report went everywhere. Yes. Okay. Pretty much all the news sources have the story of he's fled. And then two weeks later, he's captured in Venezuela, attempting to board a flight to Russia. So so in this is now what? Late September late mid-September and like he's so he's in Venezuela so like I just what is he doing for those two weeks well he San Diego being 40 miles away from Mexico he flees south to Mexico they just they, because it's Mexico they didn't check his they didn't stop him and check his passport I'm not sure yeah they don't stop you when you're entering they stop you when you're leaving yeah that's probably yeah. true um he does stop over in Cuba and then makes his way to Venezuela where he is attempting to board a flight to Russia interesting you know you know what side of the the fight you're on when that's your go-to place <laughs> and in 2022 he is 57 years old. Okay. I did just find that number. But there is a global Interpol warrant out for his arrest immediately. So when he is in Simon Boulevard de Maquieta Airport, he is captured. However, he is not immediately sent back to the U.S. No, he's still there. He is still there. Spoilers. Oh, Oh, sorry. This is when I'm going to show Bridget the fat letter picture. <laughs> Here's a bunch of pictures with him by the with the naval officers. Give him the the red bow tie there. Yeah, that's a just look. He looks like he's out of the Godfather. Yeah. So this is him <laughs> when he's trying to flee. When he was trying to. He's wearing a Tommy Bahama shirt. Yep. And it looks like he's standing and it looks like he's relatively healthy. Oh, he's not like, he's he not didn't look like he was frail. like roughed up or anything like that. Yeah, he looks rough in the sense of like, he, he got might arrested not be in sleepy. Venezuela. Yeah. <laughs> he's flying communist air. <laughs> well, so I'm trying to think of this now. Was he, so he was, was he flying from Cuba through Venezuela to Russia? Yes. Okay. They couldn't stop him in Cuba, I'm sure, because there's weird issues with Cuba. Well, the there's, there's weird it, issues it, it with Venezuela. It seems like you too. should have like a uh, nonstop flight between Cuba and Russia. Yes. And this kind of makes me think that maybe he was trying to get asylum in. Probably Cuba first. Cuba first. Then he goes to Venezuela. And what Venezuela does instead is they decide to hold isn't that like a cia fbi playground venezuela like isn't there a lot of american intelligence there no they have like a huge anti-government anti-united states government yes well i'll have more on that story okay okay 
Before we get there, though, just to give you the details and maybe more reasons into why this whole escape was really suspect, the arrest comes hours before Mr. Francis was scheduled to be sentenced. Mr. Francis? <laughs> That's what they... Now, now he's Mr. Francis? Now he's Mr. Francis. Because that's his, I mean, that's his last name, right? Because he's yeah. Glenn, Fra Gren Glenn, Glenn Leonard, Leonard Francis. Grant, oh God, Glenn Leonard Francis. Yes. So it does seem like maybe they should have been a little concerned that at, that weeks before he was scheduled to be in court to get his sentencing. Yeah, physically, the, the next time he's supposed to leave his house. Like, maybe we should be watching this a little more carefully. But, I mean, so he had years to plan this. He did have years to plan it, though. In a statement, a lawyer for Mr. Francis, Devin Bernstein, said he had informed the court that at a subsequent hear hearing, we would move to withdraw as counsel based on the irreparable breakdown of the attorney-client relationship which i have to imagine means uh he did not follow my request to not flee the country <laughs> yeah that's a what client attorney uh, privilege you know uh, or he just wasn't answering his calls or something well, yes. or, or the lawyer went to his he's house he's running out of like, funds he, he's yeah. running there's a lot of ways that could have gone down yeah francis leonard is requesting asylum in venezuela and it remains unclear if Venezuela will accede to the U.S. request. They did immediately request for two months to review the extradition documents, which I don't know. Maybe that's normal. Maybe that's not. It doesn't seem quite normal. Well, there's some famous fleers that were held in different places for like Julian Assange. Was mm -hmm. he held at a couple different? places for a really long time yeah and then he like they he goofed up or something and they got him and then yeah of course edward snowden's still in yeah he's in moscow specifically but he's in russia well oftentimes these things have more to do with what the well this is my guess based on what i've read it has more to do with what the other government wants from the u.s than anything anything else yeah that's why i don't think it's that unusual because he does seem like he is a uh, anyone who ends up with him can maybe use him. Yes, yes. So it's like probably at that point, Cuba didn't need the U.S. for anything. So he had to go to the next bidder. Cuba's like, no, nah, we're good. <laughs> yeah. So this is even after we withdrew our embassy from Cuba again. Yeah. Later on, my podcast source. They are also somewhat of a news source-ish. So they have articles about what Venezuela may want from the U.S. And they believe that this is a reaction to back in October of 2021 when the, the Biden administration extradited a Colombian man named Alex Saab from Cape Verde to stand trial in the U.S. for money laundering. Saab is a financial fixer for Venezuela's president, Nicolas Maduro. So Saab is in jail in Florida right now because he was money laundering from 350 million of Venezuelan state programs. Oh, wow. And Saab thinks this is his chance to get out of jail, so he is hired a woman named Marina Pogipko, who is a Ukrainian lobbyist based in London. She is requesting that if the Biden administration wants Leonard back from Venezuela, they will let Saab walk free. To sweeten the deal, he's hoping that Venezuela will throw in some American citizens who were detained in the 2020 coup attempt. Was a coup attempt? Yes. Hmm. Um, in addition, over the years, the Venezuelan government has attempted to, or has actually detained U.S. oil executives um, in hopes to, you know, do dirty dealings. And the Biden administration has already 
done some of these prisoner trades in exchange for Maduro's cousins and family members that were being held in the U.S. For oil execs. And so there's also the concern that Biden doesn't want to look weak because he's dealing too much prisoner exchanges with Maduro. So that is why we're still here in March of 2023 and Francis Leonard Francis is still in Venezuela. Oh, wow. And then then with everything else, that's interesting. That's a lot of politics involved, I guess, because yes, it's so big and it involves so many people that I think it's highlighting. Yeah. Other issues. Yes. That's wild here. Uh, sorry, I didn't see this sentence before I tried to explain all that. Here's a better <laughs> explanation. Um, the U.S. doesn't recognize Maduro's authoritarian regime. They've indicted him, along with all the other members of his government, on narco trafficking charges. But this imprisonment of Saab in 2021 led to retaliation in Venezuela when they rearrested six oil executives. So that was when it was indirect retaliation to the Saab thing. Why are these oil ex- I like I know that the largest oil reserves that have not been was it that they're not pumping oil out of right now or in Venezuela, but like why are these oil execs going there? Well, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily like the CEO, but if it's a C I mean, oh, so, yeah, but like at the same probably, time, they shouldn't, I mean, if they're, they're American citizens, that doesn't mean these are American oil companies. It just sounds like it is, but they probably shouldn't be going to a country that has bad relations with the U.S. That's yeah. like then going to Russia, right? Now. I think that, like Glenn, I think that <laughs> business people think, think that business people think that they're kind of untouchable because of the free market. And they, didn't they just open up so I could be getting this wrong, but I think they so they had stopped the reserves. And then I thought recently they remade a new deal. They were going to go back down there and pump out more oil on the basis that they were going to give them money for all the damage they've done previously. Oh. Or like something recently like that has happened. So hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they were sending people there just to broker those oil relations. That Yeah, that makes sense, too. Do, do through Zoom. You can't get arrested through Zoom. <laughs> you can get hacked. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about as bad as it gets. Now let's go back to more of the debacle about post Leonard's arrest. That Leonard starts talking and he talks a lot. Yes, we're, we're back in 2013 now. Well, it's really 2013 to 2015 to 2020 like the whole time no i mean like so this we're i mean starting with when he was arrested so like starting a decade ago sure the issue is that although they've done a pretty good job of indicting over 30 former and current navy officers as well as other civilians involved in the scheme many people see that top admirals are only getting administrative punishments, despite enjoying many of these dinners and even allegedly sleeping with prostitutes. We see even in the last episode of the podcast, Leonard is lamenting the fact that although they've gotten many of the lower officers, the upper ranks are getting slaps on the wrist. He's lamenting that? Yes, because he thinks that if he's going down, then everyone should go down. He, oh. That's the reason he's <laughs> participating. He's bitter that, you know, he's not going down and taking everybody with him, which is, I guess, what happened when you squeal for that many people. But he had planned for this because he had secretly taped many of the orgies and sex things. Hell that yeah, brother. It's <laughs> yes. like a Putin move. Is there like a villain class these guys take when they're like teens? And it's like, this is what you need to do. You need to make sure that there is human trafficking and you have a video of it. Yeah. Uh, figure out what motivates guys in power. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. 
So during this time, he's also warning the prosecutors and the U.S. government in general that China has gotten a hold of these sex videotapes. Oh, awesome. China's dirty. Yes. So he's not sure if so. No, he's not sure. People are not sure if he's telling the truth or he's just bluffing, trying to get what he wants. Yeah. But it could be a really huge issue if China actually does have this. Yeah, I mean, is it a huge issue because he sent them or is it an issue because these people who have already been charged criminally are now even further embarrassed because China would what release them, blackmail them? I think if China is, knows they're sex perverts. Well, yeah. I think it's really more about the people that are higher up that only got slaps on the wrist. That's my guess. Oh, could China persecute on their end? No, I think it would be more for, like for what crime being American. Well, because if if the if the trafficking is happening and yeah. China is connected with the trafficking, couldn't they press their own charges? That's I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. Anyone who knows human rights laws feel feel free. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. DMs. Just a couple of last minute points. One of the articles that's critical of this whole handling of the Fat Leonard case uh, mentions that Fat Leonard hasn't been talked about in, that um, hasn't been included in any ethics courses in um, the naval information. However, I did find some MBA papers regarding the Fat Leonard Case. From Naval Postgraduate from School. From Naval Postgraduate School, which is what he's doing right now. And so at least from the business side of things, or at least from the academic side of things, Matthew kind of knows a lot about this because he's doing it same thing. Like the students, they're trying to come up with innovative ways to, you know, deal with things in the Navy. And so of course the business side is gonna be like, well, how do we audit this to prevent this in the future? Because that's a very obvious yeah, it's not just Wait. how do you improve business practices. It's like, how do you make people not so wasteful? So there are some people um, doing it, but uh, many of the articles were very critical of what's going on. Um, there's still a lot of criticism from Republicans in the government who are either on the side of, you need to get Leonard back so we can prosecute him, and also on the side of, you can't, but you can't do it by yeah, giving you, away Maduro's. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. It's easy when you don't have to like make the negotiations and then you can just criticize whatever the decision is. I feel like this is what Republicans live for mm -hmm. are these kind of entanglements. Yeah, yeah. Because it is complicated, but it's like, I think, I mean, God, I don't want him to get away with nothing. He shouldn't be free. The fat Leonard? Yeah. I don't know. Does he do you really cost anyone's lives in all this? It depends if he actually did send top secret missile documents to the Chinese, because that potentially could be incredibly detrimental. Or if, you know, depending on what those documents would be, it'd be like, all right, we have to completely redesign this multi-billion dollar project. So it's when you talk about like national treasure and taxpayer dollars, it's like it could have huge ramifications, which also goes back to getting a slap on the wrist if you're if you were indicted in this. But at the same time, like if he gets asylum in Venezuela, like is he going to be living like a king in Venezuela? I don't know. It sounds like a it, that sounds pretty crappy. Yeah. Like he didn't get what he really wanted out of it, which is like. But that that also means that there's got to be like. Like the the judge in San Diego should probably be friggin' fired, right? Yeah, or held accountable. Seems very sketchy. Well, I mean, I guess it's kind of a question. Like, what do we think that is it good? What um, who are we talking about um, in Russia right now? Edward uh, Snowden. Yeah, like is that like is that punishment enough? I mean, that's not punishment. We didn't choose that. He did. He evaded I mean, punishment well, by going there. I mean, is that like, do you think they're enjoying their life? <laughs> I don't know. I think a lot of the stuff we go f after people for is kind of bullshit. Well, sure, sure. I mean, but if anything, like there's a lot of people that 
could have prevented him from getting away. And there's like, I'm not saying that he deserved to get away, but like, it's clear that there were a lot of issues with how the decision was made to monitor him, track him and prevent him from, you know, violating his house arrest. I feel like, you know what? He took advantage of his resources. And in a lot of ways, we just let him do that. So I don't really care if he has any jail time or if he becomes a citizen of Venezuela. I don't really care. But if he does cause human lives to end, then, okay, then we're talking about something different. But if he just, like, ran a really good MLM <laughs> with the government, sure. I mean, kudos to him. Yeah. I mean, the, the real question is, is it worth trading these other criminals back to Venezuela where they will go free to get yeah. him back here so we can yeah. send him to jail and they don't really waggle our cancel, finger at him. They cancel each other. It does, it does it make anything better? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's probably Do those true. oil execs really deserve Well, they, they already came back. Don't worry oh. about them. No, I'm not. I I wasn't worried about that. Yes, I know. Yeah, they're fine. (laughs) They're fine no matter where they're at. Yeah. But I mean, I do agree with that. But I do think that, like, do the work to get those audit procedures in check so that this can't happen again. Yeah. Get rid of judges who make stupid decisions about high profile criminals that lead other people to like and because the other part of this that people are saying people are saying sorry <laughs> molly's like going no. down to her local <sighs> corner bar she's talking to all the people about this no but like you don't not you or not you or i don't know individuals one people society doesn't want more reason to distrust institutions and this just creates more of that yeah which is why so then tell us how you're gonna fix it don't you know say it's broken get them back and then well not, yes not no. be forced to change something. and that's why yes that's why i'm saying that we need to actually do this make the steps to like here's the course that we talk about with that leonard in and everyone in naval academy has to take it i mean i think it's also like how bad are our background checks here, yes. Here are our rules or about how much do we really want to checks. look into people's background checks? Yeah. Uh, how do we hold defense account, de- defense industry accountable yes. for stuff, loss uh, of data, loss of things, so, overcharging us, whatever? Sorry, this wasn't a very interesting episode. What? <laughs> no, this was very interesting. Oh, good, good. I'm glad and we like. we are over an hour, so you definitely got to there. You go. Something girthy. Yeah, I mean, there was definitely a little bit. Fat Leonard. Yeah. Girthy. Pow! Girthy. Oh. <laughs> We're not body shaming, but no. he had some girth. Probably still has some girth. Yeah, I have to imagine he embraced the the name. Yeah. Otherwise, he probably would have been, been like, like, hey, no. stop calling me that. Yeah. It's Glenn. <laughs> I, it's, it's Leonard. But I do think, oh, yeah. Le- I'm Leo now. I don't want to bring this further down, but I'm just sorry. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it anyway. Um, I don't want to do it. I have to do it. Yes. Speak your truth. When they were talking about all the sex trafficking. Oh, yeah. I guess he could be punished for that. Yeah. I don't know why I just totally forgot there was loads (laughs) of human trafficking involved in this. That's kind of why it goes back to being like an Interpol thing. But at the same time, like Venezuela could be like, no, we hate the U.S. so much. We're just not going to comply with this. And you're not going to do anything about it. Interpol. Yeah. Yeah. Slash UN slash they whoever do say in the podcast that he does not he does not have a he hates women he does not like women uh fat Leonard yeah you know, clearly he has no respect for yes him. he has no respect for women and he just says that um no but they kind of get that from one of his wives did accuse him of domestic violence one of them well he had multiple wives Uh, yeah dev a guy named fat leonard definitely has been married more than once he did not treat women well generally okay okay so they did their research just to show that he's not a good guy 
I mean, if you're if you're one of your go to moves is to get prostitutes to go to sleep with strangers, like that's pretty much evidence enough. I think. Yes, he also had he's on record on the podcast saying that he slept with a female officer, so he respects both men and women. <laughs> well, he didn't sleep with the male officers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What? Gross. Who he, would? God, I don't. So... I don't know. It's it's a bizarre story. Mm. Bizarre story. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Weird flex. <laughs> well, you know, you you really, you know, I wasn't really upset further until you said that last bit, and then I'm like, uh, Sorry. someone at that point you're choosing to do that. Maybe I don't know. She'll have to come forward and say something. I don't know. Yeah, who would sleep with him? I get like why someone would marry him. You're like, this guy has money. It's a like men in power thing, but like. He kind of also seems like a kind of a, I don't know, I mean, he kind of like fetishized the Navy, it sounds like, in a way. So, like, maybe he just felt like he was part of this. He did. Crew. He did. Felt like he was one of the boys. Yes. Yeah. When he, I mean, when you overcharge by $35 million, you know, you kind of, they're a part of my life in that they fund my lavish lifestyles. Yeah. He did talk quite a bit about how he was. A supporter of the Navy by doing this somehow. <laughs> Everyone yeah, wins. De- defraud, <laughs> defrauding the Americas, American citizens is definitely one way to say that you're totally supported. Because like those contracts could have gone to one of these other companies that was putting bids out on them, and it probably would have initially cost more money, but in the long run would have saved us a lot more money because there would have been all these extra hidden fees and all this general corruption that's happening. Yeah. Some of the benefits, well, I mean, some already in place are now laws against specific contractors having too many contracts. So they're definitely spreading it out way more now, which is very good. And it's always been big in uh, the space industry. It makes sense. But I don't think that Leonard Glenn Francis will ever really take, uh, he's he's never going to be a guy who's like, I'm sorry for what I did. He's just one of those guys who's like, what I did was fine, except for also I'm going to take down everyone. And I'm going to escape to Venezuela yeah. because it's okay for me to do that because I could do it. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Um, They're going to find out his guards were, like, bribed or well, something. Yeah. and that's, that's what it feels like. It, uh, gross things. But he also co- stops communicating with the podcast after he realizes that they're, like, going to tell the story because he, like... He knew they were journalists, but then, like, he doesn't. He says, "Like, oh, I didn't." He didn't understand what a podcast is. Like, we have a podcast. He's like, "Sure, whatever. I don't know what you publish your writings on." That might go back to like he was in house arrest, or like after his arrest, he was he was like disconnected for so long that he's just desperate to talk to someone, and he just spills the beans. Yeah, it does. And they still don't. They still let him get away. I mean, not the podcast, but like, yeah. People, all of these people involved. Gosh, yeah, it's a lot of people holding doors open for him. Ugh, that's nuts. All right, well, thank you, Matthew, for joining us today. Thank you yeah, for thank inviting you, me back. Uh, yes, this one wasn't as fun as that first one. Well, this is the part where we got mad at a lot of people for doing stupid things, uh, not just. Yes. Calling him a gangster and getting mad at other. I know we got mad both. Times. Yeah, we got we got plenty mad, and that's fine. You can get mad at your government. No, but I was talking about fairies. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm so- sorry. Yeah, yeah. Last time we talked, last time I was on the show, we talked about fairies. Those funny. other bastards. Oh yeah, I guess they are bastards. Yeah, they are bastards. Don't trust a fairy. Don't trust a fairy. Does Matthew want to do his pluggables? Oh yeah. Sure. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Matthew and Morris. And uh, Monday nights, most Monday nights, I uh, am with my friends recording a podcast. Uh, we play Monster of the Week, a uh, powered by the Apocalypse System uh, role play game where we uh, hunt monsters, a la your Supernaturals or your X Files or your Scooby Doo's or any of those shows like that. Your Buffies. We love that stuff here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you, Bridget? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bridget underscore suck it. Uh, I currently have my accounts on private, but 
I'll allow follows from people from the podcast. Smart. I'm at Molly MM9. And she's also working on her ultra Silva mind, whatever. I just listened to that today. Yes. So we're, we're like, Matthew, if you're listening to this, I'm like, I don't know why you just didn't tell me before. You want to be invincible or indestructible or whatever. That sounds great. Indestructible. This, this is how you find indestructible. out. Oh, I'm less excited about that. That's why. Well, no, I no. That's why I thought I was telling you on the podcast. That was the point. I, I said, Matthew, this is what I'm telling you. So that's what I told you. She didn't, she didn't tell me. Surprise. I had to listen to the podcast. I would know if you didn't listen to the podcast. I still don't know what it is. It's okay. How about uh, where we can find our podcast? At I, I think you can find it at underscore sex with ghosts. Sex with ghosts underscore. Sex with ghosts underscore. Failed the pop quiz. Um, All of the From above. the very beginning of the episode. <laughs> that was the last quiz question. Uh, okay, that was a long callback. Um, and you could show your support by giving us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to show further support, you go to patreon.com slash sex with ghosts. There we are. Slowly, but doing it and putting out episodes on our thoughts on the X-Files. I love it, but I'm also really busy and so is Bridget. So we're trying. But we got an editor, so we're going to be back on a regular schedule, folks. Yeah. Hello, editor. Well, except for I think I'm going to edit this, but that's fine. Oh. Hi, Molly. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Um. See you next week. Bon voyage. Bye. See you. <laughs>